Welcome to the Cinescare Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Matt Speak. And I am also one of your hosts, Joe Jans. And with us, as always, is the superfan, Mr. Mark Piscady. I'm here, and I'm... And with us always, as also, uh, is film critic from JoeBlow.com. I'm not sure Mark cut himself. He, he like, muted himself in the middle of that. He's but uh, still on mute. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm here. <laughs> okay, you don't have to yell, Mark. We can... I'm, not, yeah. I'm not yelling. You Mark, are. turn your game down. It was a little loud. Yeah, turn your game down. It's very loud. Uh, and Mr. Jimmy O. James Oster. Hey, happy holidays and, and shit. <laughs> so this yeah and speaking of happy holidays it is our christmas episode this will be coming out the christmas eve eve uh and uh it's december 23rd to you and me exactly otherwise known as christmas eve eve um so eve. we already did our christmas episode with the christmas theme but uh boy we didn't we didn't plan that out too well did we no we didn't <laughs> So, uh, I think I was wondering, but you know, Hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should have done it the opposite or Joe and I could have flip flopped, I guess. Yeah. But, oh, well, I'm sure people don't hate us. And actually this actually works out better because I mean, they would be getting it the day before nobody's going to listen to this yeah, podcast you know, probably time, on yeah. Friday before Thanksgiving or Christmas. So yeah, then, then they they're not going to want time to watch all those wonderful movies we reviewed. Right. And then nobody's going to watch want to watch, you know, horror movies the week after Christmas. So, no, it's perfect. I will. Um, not, well, not horror movies. I meant Christmas horror movies. Yeah. Uh, so here we are again. Anybody? Uh, Joe, what did you watch this last recently? Did, did we forget how the show goes? I know. Are we still I, recording? I what's going on. I don't know. Um, okay, it's been so, a while. I it's been exactly two weeks, like yeah. two weeks. it always has been by month. Um, so I Fortnite, um, I watched, which I think many of you also have watched, uh, Christmas Bloody Christmas. Yeah, yes, uh, loved it. Unshutter. So much fun. Uh, yes, it was a thrill a minute fun ride, and I think I got all warm and fuzzy inside when I found out who was playing Santa. Which is uh, Abraham tapping. Ruby. Is somebody tapping something? Mark. No, I hear it too. I don't hear it. I don't know where I'm, it's coming from. I am not tapping anything. It was Mark, exactly your... at the rate your head was bobbing. <laughs> Go ahead, Joe. Uh, sorry. I uh, it, The guy that played Santa Claus, or I should say the evil uh, artificial intelligence Santa Claus robot that was wreaking havoc all over this wonderful little town. Uh, was played by Abraham Ben Ruby, who you guys also saw in the Belco experiment. He was on ER, but he's got a soft spot in my heart because he played Larry Kubiak from the 1990s uh, short-lived sitcom Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Oh yeah! Oh wow! <laughs> Love he, was wow. Yeah. he was on that. He was on that. But yeah, I, I, I will admit, I was starting to get tired at the beginning of the film with the constant bickering and over opinionation of the two main characters about, you know, this is right. And I'm right. And you're wrong. Blah, blah, blah. That can only get carried on for so long. But then when 
when it finally kicked in and we got to see our first batch, I would say, of gore, um, which I believe involved a, uh, a head and a staircase, um, I was it was a downhill sleigh ride from that point on. And it was just nothing but fun. So I'm very glad that I watched that. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Um, I thought because I was hearing like rave reviews from Matt and and you, Joe. And so when I started watching this, I, I was on the same boat. I was like, the bickering was so much. It was like a half hour of just going back and forth of them just like, how many times are you going to say the F word? I'm just and I, I was exhausted until until she started getting eaten out by uh, the guy. And, uh, you know, the it, it was the staircase moment, but it was that moment when it happened. I was just like, oh, okay, here we go. And yeah, it was it, it was a Terminator movie, basically. I mean, they had they had yeah. same they had the same shots as the Terminator. It was great. It kept going yeah. and going. It was it was fantastic. You know, I told you guys about this movie like two months ago, right? You remember that? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. I think it was one month ago. But yes, Mark's I like, remember. oh, no one. I don't remember. Yeah. For me. Of course you did, because it was me. You, you forgot me. You forgot well, me. Well, I mean, it's hard to remember all the movies once you mention them. But well, I know. remembered it because that was the one that Jimmy said specifically that I would like and that I would enjoy. Yeah. So yeah, no, I remember you talking about it, but it, you know, you, there's no point of reference until you've seen it. Um. But yeah, I, I loved this movie. I loved it from the beginning. Yeah. I loved the first half hour of it as much as the rest of it. I, I absolutely loved their dialogue. I loved those scenes. I loved the look of it. I thought it was really smart. Um, it drew me in. I was like, man, I hope the rest of this is as good as the beginning. And it and it kept getting better. I, I thought it I thought actually the the last act, you know, uh, I don't wouldn't say it dragged, but I, I didn't like it as much as the first two acts. Um but I, I really loved those characters. I loved their relationship, um, their friends. I, I loved the whole them going out together and their their whole conversation. I was just drawn in. I thought it was just wonderful. Uh, I thought the script was great. I thought the direction was fantastic. I don't think I've ever seen any other movies by this director. Um, but from what I've heard, he, he has some good indie stuff. Um, and I, I, I thought it was fantastic. This is one that, again, there are a couple of movies I've seen in the last couple of weeks that really threw my top 10 list for a loop. And um, this was one of them for sure. I agree with you, Matt. I, I love the beginning. I just, I, I, I like the spark that those two had. The chemistry was yeah, just me too. on fire. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm down for whatever happens. And stuff happened. It was fun. Just mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Yeah, the the final girl was good. I I don't know the actress's mm-hmm. name, but she, she was really decent, especially mm-hmm. in I I thought the second and third act, um, definitely you know Sarah Connor's kind of thing going on was yeah. great. Agreed. Yeah, I thought I thought it was a really strong strong movie. I highly recommend it, and it is on Shutter. So if you have Shutter, uh, there's no reason not to watch this, and it's great for Christmas. It's you know it's a Got all the Christmas trappings, and of course, Santa is the you know a, a robot Santa is the killer, um, and that's not really giving anything away because it's pretty much no. exactly the plot and what you see on the cover of it. Um, but it's it's just it it's just a fun. Uh, I thought Terminator slasher, you know, kind of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved it. Um, and it's I I it's going to be I'm 
pretty quite sure it's going to be on my top 10 list. So, and probably high up, uh, Joe, anything else? Yeah. I also last night watched piggy. Oh, excellent. and, uh, it's, I gotta admit it's messing with my top 10. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I had everything locked in, but now I'm, I'm like questioning everything. Piggy was fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. I, it did not end the way that I wanted it to. Um, the main character, uh, the set up this story, uh, this is, this, uh, in Spain or Mexico. I can't remember where it was set, but, Spain. um, okay. Uh, it's a, you know, their subtitle movie, but, uh, about a very yeah. large girl who works, uh, in her parents' butcher shop. Uh, the whole family, or at least her mom and dad are also of a uh, larger carriage, but you know, she gets, uh, she's an outcast. She gets sort of bullied regularly by the local town teenagers and uh, they, they actually call her piggy and she witnesses um, an abduction. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Cause I remember seeing all that in the trailer and then her decision on how she reacts to it and what she does about it uh, is, is out of the ordinary to say the least. Um, but it's, it's very well acted. Uh, I is extremely believable. I just, you know, I would have loved to have seen another cut of this movie where she makes like the opposite decision towards the very end of the movie. And I can't really get into it much more or else I'm mm-hmm. going to give it all away. Yeah. But that being said, I still absolutely <clears throat> loved it. Um, it was uh, great to have a character from that perspective. Uh, as the center point of this film. So I, I highly recommend this. I, it's a rental. It's like six bucks on Amazon prime or Apple, but um, I'm sure pretty soon it'll be on just a streaming service somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure it should be anyway, but I, I agree with the ending. I didn't hate the ending, but I, I would have preferred no. a diff- that if she had done something different. Yeah. Yeah. Like you and I'll have to talk when this yeah. is done. Jimmy, did you see this one already? No, I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Yeah. You and I'll have to talk when this is done because I, I have this I I'm pretty sure that your decision on what she should have done at the end is the same as mine. So Yeah, yeah. But that um, was it. The rest of it uh, was nothing but body horror. Yeah, definitely I think uh check out Piggy. That is one that I think will throw most people's top ten list for the year for a loop. Um so uh Jimmy, anything that you watched recently that yeah, not honestly, not much. Uh, it's been uh, I've been kind of enjoying a little bit of peace and quiet after because uh, I, I don't have any work to do for a couple weeks. So I, I think the only thing I watched was Anna and the Apocalypse again, my yearly watch of that. So yeah, I love that movie. So you know, hey, yeah. that's it. <laughs> All right, uh, Mark, how about you? Yeah, I uh, I saw on Shutter. It's a Shutter original. Um, it's called uh, the apology. Um, basically, it's 20 years after the, the disappearance of this uh, mother's daughter. Um, she's a recovering alcoholic and is preparing to host her family's uh, Christmas celebration when her estranged ex-brother-in-law arrives unannounced, bearing nostalgic gifts and a heavy secret. Um, it's not that very good, unfortunately. Um, kind of a nice premise. I don't even know if you would just consider it horror um 
it's all based in a house, you know, pretty cheap budget. Um, yeah, just the acting was fine, but the dialogue was poor. And uh, yeah, I'm, I don't really recommend it, but it's 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 like a revenge horror kind of thing, but it's not horror. It's not really bloody at all. Not really much goes on. More talking than most. So, yeah, yeah, I don't recommend it. And yeah, definitely won't be on my top ten list. Um, I watched uh, Joe and I watched uh, Wednesday. And, oh yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah, I, I I watched that too. I don't think I really talked about it though because I forgot last time. But yeah. Yeah, it, I, I I enjoyed it. Um, I, I I thought it was great. I feel like Tim Burton was kind of like I don't know if you could hold back the reins on Tim Burton, but it seemed like it, they you know Netflix kind of did, even though they let the director do anything. It's very subtle, Tim Burton, in my opinion. Um, uh, what's her name? Jenna Ortega. Mm-hmm. Jenna yeah. Ortega, yeah, yeah, dude, she's she's wonderful. She's yeah. she's just great. She's captivating, you know. And yeah. uh, I I noticed she doesn't blink at all in the whole entire series. Did you notice that? Yeah, they, I saw an interview with her. They that was a choice that Tim Burton had uh, of her not blinking. Yeah, they well, actually had to remove her eyelids before they started filming. Yeah, <laughs> it was difficult. Luckily, she can never can come back on. Yeah, she can, can never play on. another role. Mm-hmm. Oh no no! They can surgically. It's it's an expensive surgery. They have to be very careful to reattach. It all really depended on how much revenue the show made. But yeah, know, basically, really, basically. Fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, well, I did watch. Let's see. I uh, watched. Was well, Mark, of course, was Mark done. Oh, were you done, Mark? I guess I am, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> did you have something more you wanted to say? Did you have no, like three man. pages written on that? No, I I, I don't write any more notes. I, okay. I just I'm like Joe now. I've, gradu- <laughs> I've graduated to the Joe Extreme. My name is Joe now. Extreme. Yeah, that didn't make sense. It's, uh, <laughs> you wouldn't understand that term because you're not at our our esteem. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Esteem. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hope to be at the Joe Extreme at some point. <laughs> Uh, you never so will. I, <laughs> Maybe 2023. <laughs> I watched, uh, of course, Christmas Bloody Christmas, but I, I, I did watch a movie that uh, is once again one of those that's going to throw my my list into uh, frenzy, and that is uh, Bones and All. Um, and I think. Mm-hmm. Well, Jimmy, again, this is one that Jimmy talked about uh, a while back, like maybe last summer or something like that, I think. Uh, and or I don't know when you saw it originally. But, I think Jimmy uh, saw it before they even started filming it. Yeah, he, w- he was there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was on set. He was on yeah. set. Yeah. Almost the entire time. Feeding lines I, to the. Yeah. Yeah, it was Timothy Chalamet, Chalamet's uh, assistant at the yeah. whole process. So. So uh, if you keep losing weight, you could be his body double. But hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, I, I missed the. Where's it? There we go. There we go. Oh, uh, God, J- Jimmy. It's so much funnier when it's late. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know yeah, actually, it is. Um, it's so awkward. But this movie, <laughs> this movie, I absolutely loved, and mm-hmm. it's it's not going to be one that everyone loves. Uh, it definitely takes its time. It's it's two hours over two hours long. But I loved this movie, and uh, I thought it was just beautifully written, beautifully directed, beautifully acted. It's 
it, it the horror is there certainly it has mm-hmm. you know it's a cannibal movie basically um and 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 there's some pretty gruesome scenes for sure I'm generally not a huge cannibal fan, but, um, you know, cannibal horror fan, but, but the, I thought this was just amazing. I thought it was terrific. The, the girl, uh, then, uh, Taylor Russell, who was also yeah. in the escape room movies and she's, she's phenomenal. And she was in that, was it waves? I believe. I think she was in waves and she's, uh, I didn't she's, see she's waves. A, she's a marvelous actress. She, and she's, she, Oh wow. What a performance she gives in this. Yeah. Her and Mark it, Rylance. Yeah, Mark Rylance is uh, is amazing. Timothy mm-hmm. Chalamet is, uh, you know, he's good uh, as always, but good. it's it's yeah. a very subdued, under underplayed uh, performance. But yeah. but she, I thought she's just you can't take your eye your eyes off her. She's, she's got a wonderful. complete screen presence, and uh, the the relationship between the two of them is interesting. It I I would compare it to a combination of uh, Terrence Malick's Badlands and uh, Raw. It's a common, it it, it reminds me a bit of those, like if you married those two movies together uh, and Badlands, I just absolutely love that movie. And there's a real feeling, a sense of, of, of Badlands in this as well. And from a more of a horror perspective, of course, it's directed by um, uh, Luca. I can't, I can never pronounce his name, but he's, let me look at, let me look at his name because I've interviewed him a few times and I know his name by looking at it so let me see because guadagnino uh, or uh, yeah it's something like uh uh god never mind the good yeah i can't pronounce it but i'm not trying he also directed the the remake of suspiria which i i loved that movie too um so it's terrific it looks fantastic and there's some uh, mark rylance is such a creep in it uh so good David Gordon Green plays a small part, a very creepy role too, uh, in it. And who obviously he's the, he's the director of the new Halloween movies mm-hmm. and he, he plays a real creeper. And, uh, so I, I, this is a, this is one that threw my top 10 list for a loop as well. Um, so I highly, highly recommend seeing it bones and all. Yeah. Is is it in the theaters, Matt, or can we stream it? It, it is, but it it did not. It has not done well, and yeah. uh, it's and so it's it is for rent right now for nineteen ninety nine on Amazon. I, I don't know when that was. Usually that goes down after a couple weeks, um, but I do suggest watching it before our top ten list because for me it definitely uh, it, it imposed yeah. itself into my top 10 list. So, and I think it might for a lot of people, other people, maybe not, but, um, it, can I, I just say Matt really quickly when I saw it, cause I saw it, I went to the theaters to see that cause they usually go to press screenings, man, the audience hated it. They were like, Oh my God, really? Oh my God. The whole movie. And I was like, mm. it seems like they were like, guys, Wakanda forever is in that theater. You walked into mm-hmm. the wrong screening room. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely an indie, um, romance slash horror movie that, you know, takes its time to tell its story, but the performances are fantastic. I, 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 you know, I, I can, you know, it's, it's a device. I have heard it's divisive. I've, I, another podcast I listened to, they talked about that fact that, you know, some people don't love it. Other people, they just absolutely love it. And I was in the absolutely loved it category. 
So yeah, it's been on it's, best and worst lists. Yeah, this yep, year. Yeah. So it sounds like something I want to watch. Yeah, you. I Mark, think you'd you like, would like it. it. I you'd think like you'd it. like it. Yeah. I don't know about Joe, um, but no, 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 it's a slow probably burn. Not, probably not. But I don't know. You might. Burn. You might. I can't you might. keep my eyelids open for two straight hours. So <laughs> yeah, right. I have to have that surgery. Yeah, well, exactly. I think at least one of the movies you picked this week was two hours long. So yeah, you might like it, but I, I had know. to watch that in two parts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, all right. I mean, I well, watched Avatar and I kept my eyes open. Avatar yeah. two. Yeah. Well, I th- I think Mark, I do think you'd probably like it. It's it's definitely I, I you know I think it's one that you'd probably enjoy. Um, yeah, it sounds it, right. Joe, up my I, alley. I think you should give it a chance. It's definitely it, it's one that if you if it hits the right notes for you, it'll be in your top ten. Yeah, um, agreed. Okay, so let's see the other the only other thing I wanted to say before we get to our our a theme is I'm so excited. This is a there's a movie coming out. I I posted it today on on the Facebook group. There's yeah. a movie coming out on Shutter. Finally, I saw this some years ago at a film festival in Hollywood, and I absolutely fell in love with it. And it's become one of my favorite movies of all time. And it's called Possession uh, from 1980, I believe, uh, starring Sam Neill. And it is, I just think it's an absolute masterpiece and, but it's one that has been very difficult to get your hands on. I have a copy of it, a a DVD copy of it, um, that is not the best quality. And there, there was a Mondo version that you could get, uh, for like 40 or 50 bucks. And now they, they stopped making it. And so it was very expensive to get your hands on. So I've just been wondering for a long time, when is this going to wind up on, 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 uh, streaming because it word of mouth has it's been on a lot of film festivals, uh, in the last several years. And so word of mouth on this movie is really, you know, gotten pretty big, and you see t-shirts in horror film conventions and posters in horror film conventions for, for this movie. Uh, and, and it just has never been on. So finally, January 5th possession is going to be on shutter. And so I highly recommend watching this movie. It's one of my favorites of all time. And I think you, especially if you love weird horror, you're going to really like this. It's, it's a, it's, it's really very difficult to describe, because there's a lot, there's sort of a possession going on, but there's also a, a tentacle horror, horror, and and then also all of it is sort of a a, um, a not an analogy, but it it has a lot to do with the the, the dis, dis, dissolution of a marriage, and so yeah. a lot of it is is a lot of symbolism having to do with a, the end of a relationship and the end of a marriage, and the couple trying to fight to keep it together, but sort of not. And it's, there's a lot g- going on under these subtext, but it's, it's, I think one of the great movies. So and yeah, Isabella I mean, Johnny, man, she's got is it, and Isabella woman. Johnny. It, oh, I, she won best dang. actress in the Cannes film festival. Yeah. She should have won every acting award that year and every acting award in every year since, because it's an absolutely amazing performance Fantastic. by her. Fantastic. You had me at testicle horror. <laughs> no, not testicle well, horror. Tentacle tent- horror. Oh, tentacle. Oh, yeah, yeah. NT. Gotcha. Yeah. Tentacle porn. Tentacle porn. Yeah. That's well, you'll have to watch. 
It's an erotic thriller, Mark. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. nice. <laughs> I like that. Well, Matt, wait, hang on. I got a question. Like, why, why have, why hasn't this film been like widely released or how come it hasn't been in? Like, why is, why is this? I, I think there was some issue with the, there have been some issues with the rights, but I, do, I don't exactly know. I, from what I heard that there were some issues with the rights for a long time, but I, I honestly, I don't know. And because there's a lot of movies that are way more obscure than this one that wind up on Shudder and AMC mm-hmm. Plus and all the other services. So, I, and this one is, you know, has a great deal of word of mouth, but so there must be some rights issue involved with it that they had to uh, get past. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and it was banned when it came out, it was banned in the UK. It was banned in a lot of countries when it came out, it, which I, I, I hate, I hesitate to say that because it, when you see it, you'll be like, why was this banned? It, it doesn't make sense, but, but, um, it's yeah. 1980. You said 1980. 1981, 1981. Yeah. 81. Uh, and yeah. this would have been, uh, probably during the time of, of, the video nasties or whatever that you know britain was doing a lot of banning at the time so yeah there isn't a real when you see it you'll be like that wasn't you know worth banning but it it's all because of faces of death yeah (laughs) uh what were you gonna say joe are you wrapped up? Yeah, with... I'm wrapped up. Okay. So uh, this time is Joe's pick. So Joe, take it away. Actually, I, oh. I wanted to, uh, you guys got some stuff in the mail or a thing in the mail. Do you guys all uh, still have yeah. it with you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's cut to that chase right now. Okay. All right. We, we get to open it? Yeah. Really? We get to open it. Oh, Joe. Which way? Which, okay, I'll open this one. Any way you want. Anyway you want it, that's the way you need Anyway you want it. Oh, nice. Oh, I'm oh, still open. Thank you, mine. Joe. Look at this. Wait, I'm each of you, <laughs> each of you got a t-shirt of a movie that you made us watch throughout oh. the year. Oh, that's fantastic, Joe. You oh know, actually. Oh, my God, that's So cool, Matt got dude. Blood Rage. I got Blood Rage. And Jimmy got bloody birthday. And Mark wants to show everybody what you have to wear in public. (laughs) Snoop Dogg's hood of horror. Dude, I love man. Oh, that's beautiful, Joe. You you have no idea how much I'm going to wear this, Joe. I expect you to wear holes in the armpits. Oh, Oh, that's hilarious. Canvas shirts are the best. Bella Canvas. Oh, yes, they are. Yes. Yeah, yeah they are canvas. great shirts. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Joe. That was yes. awesome. Blood Ridge. Where, oh, where did you find this? How did uh, you find I actually I found all three of them on redbubble.com. Oh wow. wow. So and there's oh my god, tons of the most obscure uh t-shirts, uh horror t-shirts specifically based on horror movies I've ever seen in my life. Jimmy, I actually had difficulty narrowing it down for one for you. Uh, what were the other choices? Uh, oh, I, this was like four weeks ago. I don't even remember. Um, <laughs> that's cool. But like, I, I, I led with marks. Like I want, I was going to get oh. everybody just hood of horror t-shirts, Thank but God. then that I saw great. all the others and then I'm like, Oh, maybe <sighs> one for each based on what they've ordered. Oh, that's uh, awesome. had us watch in the past. So, well, that, that's that actually, Merry Christmas. that goes along Thank with, w- with uh, an idea I had for us to do 
Um, next episode, the the top ten episode is spend just a you know five ten minutes at the beginning. Each of us uh, talking about maybe a two or three of our favorite discoveries of this year that came from somebody's pick. You know, um, oh, you know, and I, because there were Predator there were a lot of movies this. What's that? Snoop Dogg Dog, Hoda we'll, we'll yeah. yeah. uh, We could just get that one out of the way right now. Oh yeah, that'll be each of us. And then so that's let's just ever. that's that a given, Jimmy. That's yeah. a given. So we really don't need to. Yeah. Good point. Uh, so but, we're taking Veronica off the table then. Too, <laughs> Damn it. Was Veronica this year? No. Oh well, yeah, it was. Oh, it was. It wasn't. It we wasn't a pick this year. We discussed no. it. No. Oh yeah, yeah. That's we right. discussed yeah, it. it. But yeah. yeah, discoveries from our picks this we year. We discussed it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we discussed it. That's for sure. I have a feeling um, nobody's going to pick my picks. <laughs> um, well, let's 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 uh, run down memory lane, uh, talking about what was it? Uh, we can do that. We can do that next episode. <laughs> yeah, run down the Mark memory lane. All well, right. Recap. So let me. I oh, digest. actually, I forgot, Joe. Uh, so, Joe, it's your turn. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. I stepped on that. What was your right. pick, Joe, and, and why did my, you pick it? My theme pick was body horror. And why did I pick it? Why the hell not? Because it's a free country, and that's what I um, wanted to go with. And uh, Matt had already done Christmas, so that would have been dumb to do it again, back to back. So, actually, the real reason I picked is because I saw Crimes of the Future was on Hulu, and I wanted to watch it, so um, I just sort of built a theme around it. Beautiful. Plus, it it checks a box of another movie that I've always liked, and I wanted to make sure everybody else had seen. So why not just dive right into it with the movie I already mentioned, uh, Crimes of the Future, which cool. was on Hulu. Um, and uh, the synopsis, which is impossible to wrap this up in a sentence or two, but um, in the future, humans adept to a synthetic environment with new transformations and mutations with his partner, Caprice, a gentleman by the name of Saul Tensor. He's a celebrity performance artist, and he publicly showcases the metamorphosis of the organs in an avant-garde performance. So he's like a um, uh, performance artist, basically. Um, but in, in the future, our bodies are, are changing and evolving. And this guy is, he's growing different organs in him to adapt. Mm-hmm. And, um, sorry, this probably would have made more sense if I said who wrote and directed it. It's David Cronenberg. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, this is, uh, a big pill to swallow of a movie. It's hard to understand, hard to comprehend. And even when you do, you're still, scratching your head quite a bit going really is that is that the did i catch it did i get everything that he's trying to bring across um so that being said what did you guys think of it jimmy let's start with you well yeah i actually uh i saw this when it came out the first time and i i really love this film i i'm a david cronenberg fan i love his work uh i tend to like almost everything from him and i thought this was a nice return to his roots i i liked the kind of dead ringers feel the, uh, the, um, you know, even the brood, all those kinds of movies and, uh, uh, Viggo Mortensen. And 
I'm not going to say her name right. I had to say it for a video review, and I can't remember how to specifically. Leah Sado, Sado, Sado. Uh, they're wonderful. I thought Kristen Stewart was interesting in this. I don't know. I don't know how I fully feel about Kristen Stewart's performance. It seemed a little performancey, but I think it works within the context Mousy. of the movie. But a little, yeah, a little, like she's trying really hard to do that. And yeah. it, didn't, it didn't feel very as natural as the other performances did, but that's that's fine. That's fine. Um, and visually, it's just, I mean, it's Cronenberg, man. The guy, the guy yeah. he knows how to do this stuff. But we could have honestly done this whole show, just David Cronenberg's movies. And would, we would, yeah, perfect, fine. Yeah. But I think it's a marvelous movie. I like difficult movies. I like challenging movies. This is a challenging film. Mark? Um, yeah, I like challenging movies. I like difficult movies. I had a challenge watching this movie and difficulty watching this movie. Um, not not, not saying that I didn't appreciate um, the cinematography, the colors, um, the acting, uh, how all the shots were. I, I thought it was a beautiful looking film. Um, I just didn't really care for the characters um, I, the acting with Kristen Stewart was really hard to watch. Um, I, she was just fidgety. She, you know, it was kind of like the same Christian Stewart I, I've seen before. Um, yeah, it, I, I didn't understand the ending. Um, when he's biting into the bar, like, is he killing himself or is he not? So it, maybe it's just because, you know, my intellect didn't catch it all or, I don't know. I, I I had a hard time watching it. I, I I understood what was happening, but I didn't understand why all of this. What David, you know, Cronenberg was trying to tell. Like, why was he actually trying to tell this story? I didn't get that part. Okay. Yeah. Matt. Uh, yeah, I I really like this one too. I saw it last summer when it came out, and uh, I I really enjoyed it, and I uh, watched it again this time. It. It it's not a rewatchable movie, really. It's it, it's a little hard to 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 watch it uh, again, but but I still enjoyed it, and I I liked Kristen Stewart in it. I liked uh, Vigo Mortensen quite a bit, and uh, who who's the woman who was his wife? I can't remember now. Sadu. Um, yeah, yeah. And were, were they married? I, I liked, well. Yeah, I mean they had a relationship, whatever the relationship, relationship was. And uh I I liked the concept, you know, the bodies of of humans evolving and changing and then like they're able to create new organs, you know, and it and it, and have it be uh performance art, but that's very Cronenberg. All of this is very these are like these are themes that he visits and revisits over and over and so and also on top of it I just and really enjoy the fact that we got another Cronenberg movie, you know, and, it, sure. and so mm-hmm. uh, I I like that a lot. But yeah, I, I I like this movie. I don't see it as being one that will wind up in my top ten, but it's one that you know. There's on as I've been looking at my top ten, there's probably about fifteen to twenty movies that on most years could have wound up in my top ten, and this would be probably one of them, um, and very close anyway. Um, so I liked it. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's a definitely very Cronenbergian. It's a little, I think, a little um, less accessible than some of his other movies, but I liked it. 
Joe, what do you not think? To get, not to get too into the weeds on this, but um, I was blown away, fascinated with the concepts that Cronenberg came up with. Like if your body is growing new organs to adapt to your environment, naturally you would have difficulty eating. Mm-hmm. And the chair yeah. that yeah. you need to sit in that right. reap it. Like I've seen these. Helps you um, digest or whatever. Yeah. 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 Like <laughs> I, I've seen that uh, little guy Kobayashi that eats all the hot dogs on the 4th of July. <laughs> when he eats, he's like rocking his stomach back and forth. And it's just, he's using those internal muscles to push mm-hmm. all that food down. And that's basically what the chair is that you're sitting in. It's moving your organs out of the way to digest this food uh, in, a, in a manner that you can actually get the nutrition out of it. And um, the one thing I was pondering this quite a bit, the father who loses his son and ends up, you know, like leading the revolution mm-hmm. and creating those uh, Scott, Scott Speedman. Yeah. 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 Um, it, developing the, those purple plastic bars, the nutritional bars for the future people. Um, you know, initially I was like, I felt bad for him. You know, he lost his kid and then he's so noble because you know, he's leading this, um, this movement into the future. But yet, if you think about it, he's quite the corporate villain because mm-hmm. that capitalistic pig has just positioned himself in a way that he knows everybody in society is going to have to ingest this food that he's making. And he stands to gain bajillions of dollars. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I felt a little less sorry for him until, you know, what happened to him happened to him. So... And I have learned I, I should never eat a plastic garbage bag or my mother will just, you know, go nuts. <laughs> that was a cool scene, though. I, I did like that. That was so bizarre. That was it such was. an odd way to start a film. Yeah. Yeah. It's munching on a garbage can. And, and, know, and, but. and don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, I did enjoy this film. Um, I like, I loved Vigo in this and him just trying to swallow when he's in that skeleton chair moving and all that. And he's oh. like, Ugh. Like that, it mm-hmm. was just so well done, and I I, I love Vigo and everything he's done. Like History of Violence, whoa, amazing! Another Cronenberg, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree, Matt. I I really did like it. I don't know that I could watch this again. Yeah, um, but I'm you'd I'm have glad to be a weird Cronenberg fan like me. I, I yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Well then, I. Uh, I'm going to push forward and in an odd uh, order, I guess. Um, we're going to skip to another writer-directed movie, David Lynch. And we're going to go back to 1997, or I'm sorry, 1977 and go with Eraserhead. All right. For those of you who haven't seen it, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast because you really should. It's one of those movies that like everybody in their life, especially if they get into horror films or just the bizarre, really needs to say, oh, yeah, I've seen Eraserhead. Now, I'll be brutally honest. This was the second time I've seen it, but it was so long ago that I saw it the first time. I couldn't tell you half the details about it. But anyway, it's about this guy, uh, Henry Spencer really crazy haircut. I'm sure you've seen the pictures. Um, it's how he survives an industrial environment with his angry girlfriend, his crazy whacked out in-laws and the screams of a newborn mutant child. So Matt, why don't you, uh, jump off the diving board on this one? Yeah. Th- I mean, you know, I've seen this a few times, uh, so, th- but this was the first time I'd watched it 
in quite some time. So I, I love this movie. Um, it's so weird. So David Lynch, uh, it's definitely, uh, a less accessible David Lynch than, than like blue velvet or wild at heart, or, um, it's more in the vein of it really, uh, I hit it cause I hadn't seen this since probably, well, maybe the nineties. And, um, <clears throat> So I think it was pre Firewalk with me, and so I see a lot of uh, uh, Firewalk with me, and and definitely a definitely Twin Peaks: The Return, the the series that he did on on Showtime. I see a lot of of that influenced in there, and I th- I would love and and there's some imagery that comes that he took there there has to be some sort of relation in these worlds because the the idea of heaven uh being in this stage you know and uh that that is in twin peaks the the return episode eight of twin peaks the return i i'm i i'm gonna do some kind of 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 episode where we can watch episode eight of Twin Peaks, the return, because it's so uh, amazing. That one episode that the, the series as a whole was 18 episodes, I believe. And really, some of them are really hard to get through because he, he stretches out scenes past the point of, of, of making sense sometimes, but uh, he, and he, they showtime allowed him to indulge in every single little uh, diversion he wanted to, but so I really enjoy this. The, the, the mutant baby is so creepy. Uh, and I forgot that the guy who plays the main character, uh, I can't remember his name now. He's in a lot of, he's in a lot of David Lynch movies. He's in blue velvet. He's in wild at heart. He usually plays small parts. So this is the only one that I can think of where he plays like an actual lead, the lead. Uh, but he, he's, he's in twin peaks, I don't Dune. think he was. He's in Dune. He's, he's in, in Dune. Dune. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think he's in Twin Peaks: The Return because I think he may. Have, is he no, alive he died. still? He no, died. Yeah, he yeah. Away, so yeah. he wasn't in Twin Peaks: The Return. He passed but, away but, in 1996. Okay, yeah, there that makes sense then. So he, but he, he's such a strange guy, and and I had forgotten that that was him. So uh, I I like this one. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the, the baby is just so amazing. And I think, cause th- there's no way that this was much of a big budget, but that baby is, is really well designed and, uh, and cr- so creepy and such a strange, strange thing. Uh, I, I like most David Lynch movies. It's, you know, if you go in trying to f- figure out what it means, uh, Good luck. He doesn't, and he won't talk about what anything means. He doesn't like the idea of even having a meaning behind anything. Just watch it, you know. Um, so there's a lot of tapping, Mark. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it's, it's got to be my legs and the chairs creaking or something. I don't know. Okay. Um, I'll contain well, go myself. Yeah, let's go go to, go to Mark so we can work out some of that nervous energy. Hi. Um, yeah, so uh, this is the first time I've watched Eraserhead. Uh, I, I'm being introduced by Joe, James, and Matt, uh, specifically uh, with uh, David Lynch with uh, some of his earlier work. Like, I watched a couple of films of Twin Peaks when it first came out. <clears throat> I thought it was great, but you know, I just 
stopped watching it. Uh, but I did watch like Fire Walk with Me. Love that film. Love mm. Wild at Heart. One of, I think, besides Blue Velvet that Matt introduced me to, which I have on Blu-ray, and I love that film. So I was really excited about Eraserhead. And so starting off with this film, um, I was a little bit nervous going in, especially at the beginning. It's just the walking, you know. It, it seemed like it was like uh, almost an independent student film um, watching it. And when he got to his girlfriend's house, and I don't even know if it was a house. It was like, it, it was so like weirdly shot where you, you didn't even know where this house was. It was like in a subway or something. I don't know. It was just weird. But when he got in the house, talk about a creepy scene and awkward moments. Like obviously this, uh, the main character is an introvert and he sits down at the table or, you know, he's sitting on the couch and there's just like no talking. And it's just so awkward. And then they get to the, dinner table and uh and uh, the father's there and he's just smiling at him it's just a creepy smile and i started like grinning ear to ear i'm just like oh okay i'm starting to get why this film is you know why people love this film and it was just it was a magical ride like going through um i just loved every shot it's like every shot that david lynch does is so particular and he has a reason for it and he takes his time he just takes his time he doesn't care about time running or what i don't even think he cares what the audience thinks he's just making his own film and that's really like refreshing to see and yeah it it was great yeah with the when he's um in bed with uh his wife, I guess, at, at the time, and he's pulling out these little snaky things and smashing it against the wall. It, mm -hmm. it was it was a creepy scene. It was a creepy scene. Just a lot of great shots. I, I mean, at, at first, like, I was thinking, oh, man, David Lynch is trying to be like an Orson Welles or something. It's like he's trying like some... I, I kept on thinking of Citizen Kane in a way. Not saying that Eraserhead is, like, worthy of Citizen Kane, but it, his his directing is so out there and so particular, and it, it, it's just a wonderful watch. I don't know if this is going to be if you haven't seen Eraserhead and you're not a fan of David Lynch. I don't know if Eraserhead is going to be your cup of tea, but it's my cup of tea. I'm starting to become I'm like really starting to become a huge fan of David Lynch, and now I want to watch uh, Twin Peaks: The Return. Haven't watched it. I want to watch the whole first season of Twin Peaks now. Oh, the, the first season of Twin Peaks is magnificent. It's, Excellent. Master, Excellent. it's a masterpiece. Yeah. yeah. I, yes. I'm, I'm getting so hyped for David Lynch. Like he's getting up there. Like, like I can't believe I've spent all this time watching all, all these films, you know, with different directors and David Lynch has just been under the radar that I haven't been watching. So it's, it's a lot, it's, it's a lot of fun watching these uh, Lynch films. Yeah. Jimmy, what'd you My think? My turn. Okay, yes. Uh, I So I'm going to, can I be real with you guys? Yes. Yeah. Completely honest. Have you been fake the whole time? <laughs> I've been fake the whole time. Um, you hate okay. him. You hate this movie. You sound like the <laughs> cool school to, counselor. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> Can I be he looks like it guys? too. He he looks like him too. <laughs> Do you have like a corduroy blazer with like some patches on the elbow? Hey guys, can, I, can we get real? Do, do, do you have that big fat tie? You know, with the like a cool design that you like your hip. No, I hate ties. He has a guitar in his ties. office. Ties are stupid. <laughs> I do have a guitar in my office, actually. I have several. Um, I, if you're going to watch this, watch it. Get load up on edibles. Smoke a smoke a bong. It's it's an <laughs> it's an absolute joy to watch. High, it really is. I mean, there's something. Uh, it's actually kind of frightening. High. I mean, it's. I don't see it as a horror film, really. I, I, there, the the idea of a, a man afraid of marriage, afraid of fatherhood, afraid of all that is is a very smart idea. And playing it as a nightmare, kind of a living, waking nightmare, is really interesting. And Jack Nance, what a joy to watch! Uh, it's such a I, I I miss this. I want to see more of movies like this, like movies that just completely take chances. I, I Joe, I love the fact that you picked these two directors and these two movies because they're marvelous films and they're, they're marvelous visionaries who, who don't play by the rules, who don't go, you know, you did Dave Lynch doesn't go, well, you know, this is popular. I'm going to make this movie. He's like, that's popular. I don't care. I love mm-hmm. that. I love that. Well, I, think I mean, this is a he, great film. he, uh, George Lucas brought him on to direct, to, brought him to Lucas ranch uh, to try to try and talk him into why to directing uh, the Return, Return of, the of the Jedi. Ah, word. Thanks, Mark. And uh, uh, <laughs> you bring up Star Wars. Wars. You bring up... direct all Star Wars questions directly to Mark. Look, yeah, look, yeah. I, I got really excited. You said Star George Lucas, and I went three like Return of the Jedi. He yes, what Sorry. did he say? So that's uh, not my fault. And and he you know didn't want to do it because it's just not his his thing you know. And, well, he tried it with Dune and it wasn't really right. it wasn't successful. It wasn't yeah. a good film. It, you know, <laughs> but like I think he's better doing his own thing. Yeah, David and Lynch, Mark David, C. Lost Highway, C. Lost Highway, highly recommend. I will. Uh, David Lynch uh, declined to do Return of the Jedi because he saw the script with Ewoks in it. He's going, what the fuck is this shit? No, no, I'm yeah. not doing it. Yeah. Exactly. He said he was getting a headache as he was yeah. there. And and, <laughs> and uh, so, um, yeah. Oh, sorry, Joe. Go ahead. Uh, I just want to point out the one line. Sure, just cut them up like regular chickens. <laughs> I yeah. I never want to see a Cornish game hen again. I know. Uh, I'll eat it. When, when he starts cutting into it and there's blood gushing out yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. And then the mom's having like some epileptic seizure on the other side of the table. This is the most bizarre fucked up movie I've seen in months. Yeah. And, and the, um, the grandma not, is sitting in the kitchen just staring. And is yeah. she dead? Yeah. Well, it's no, I mean, those like the second like time that, they, no. I know, but the second time they come back to her and she's just immobile. I'm just yeah. like. Now those yeah, are all somebody, just David Lynch. That's, somebody might that's just what he does. Pulse. That he sets up those kinds of scenes. But it, his the look of of like of of a of a of the set, and and he can make just a an end table sitting against a wall look creepy as all hell. Like yeah, you yeah. know, mission accomplished. Yeah, yeah, he's just he just has a a vision, and the reason Jimmy, I think you don't see many movies like this be- it, people can't do it the way he does it 
You know, no. it, uh, they, no, they wind people up try, but they can't. They just can't. well, they Everybody look can. like they're trying. And David yeah, yeah. Lynch just does this innately. He, does he has the ability yeah. to make a weird movie that is just him, and it doesn't come off as he's trying to be weird. This is yeah. his mind, and anyone yeah. else who does it, they can't quite achieve that same thing because they're they're but Pan, the closest i could come up with would be panos cosmatos uh mm, i think yeah. he's got some of that in him but he's innately a weird guy too you know and so i think he has some of that ability but anyone else who tries to do lynch they just can't they can't pull yeah. it off they, they they're just not able to I would. I, I would add. A pretty good like, argument for throwing Phil Tippett into that bunch, but well, you know, I'd I'd whatever. say that Mad God is is probably in that vein. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I would also say. I mean, it's a little different, but I think Aronofsky has some really wild ideas there too, especially with yeah. movies like Mother and stuff like that. He's but so well, I, I and he does I it would, well. I would use that actually as an example of one that, of somebody trying too hard. And, and oh, I, I don't, disagree, I, but yeah, yeah. Oh, Aaron, I, Aaron trying too hard. I mother. I didn't. Oh. I felt mother oh, was was mother's. way. Yeah, was that's way that, that. Yeah, that was crazy. And I felt no, like I, it was I, trying to be Lynchian. I had heard everyone say that. Oh, it wasn't good. I watched. I was like, um, I'm seeing a different movie than everyone else. This is brilliant. Yeah, I love yeah, that I, movie. I felt like I was seeing a different movie than people who loved it. So yeah, yeah. it's that's the way it is, man. Yeah, I'm in the same boat with Matt with mother. It, it was just way mark, too forced mark it's called mother Sorry. okay <laughs> got an exclamation point at the end you gotta you gotta give it that uh all right if we're all done with that one we're gonna skip on to yet another visionary um philip brophy <laughs> <laughs> i got it uh 1993's body melt uh you guys could have seen this on tubi for next to nothing and if uh, you spent money on it, you made a huge yeah. mistake, people. Dear um, man. I am I am going to read verbatim the synopsis, and it still doesn't make sense. I don't know what it was that I watched. This this uh, the tagline for this movie should have been called "Swing and a Miss." Um, so anyway, this film is about the residents of Pebbles Court in Melbourne. Uh, it's a suburb of Holmesville. And the people in this town become the unknowing test subjects for a new variety of dietary supplement pills that arrive for free in their mailboxes. And these people just, uh, you know, oh, look what I got. And they just start ingesting it with no question. People do uh, it. The pills, yeah, the pills are designed to produce the ultimate healthy hum- human being, uh, but have unexpected side effects, including hallucinations and mutations. Despite the attempts made to warn the townsfolk from a previous test subject who is now undergoing rapid cellular decay, he arrives too late and crashes his car and is killed by the tentacles growing out of his throat. Uh, The pills are consumed by the residents and produce liquefying flesh, elongated tongues, exploding stomachs, exploding penises, uh, imploding heads, monstrous bursts, Tentacles growing out of their faces, uh, living mucus, sentient placentas, and other gruesome <laughs> mutations. Um, this uh, this sort of splits into like two different movies entirely. It's like we went down one path where there was uh, 
almost like a Halloween three, like a major corporation up on top of the hill that's trying to, you know, infect society. Um, and then the other half of the movie takes place with these two high school age kids who think they're going to get laid at some health farm over the weekend and take a wrong turn and uh, get to know some locals <laughs> to say the least. Uh. So um, I, I will say that uh, it's, it starts off. It grabbed me, you know, when I see a, a naked couple uh, shooting up something um, right next to a tanning bed. Um, Super hot just, chick though, by the way. Oh my gosh. Off, off to a great start. But, um, and I got to say the synth, the synthesizer music in this uh, movie is the best way I could surmise it is rad. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, and, and of course there are two tremendously wonderful scenes in there. Like I had mentioned earlier, a uh, very muscular individual um, dies by uh, exploding penis. And of course, Mark's favorite, um, the, Australian favorite, the kangaroo. Uh, there's a kangaroo killing in this film. It's so good. Uh, it's by so a rock, good. or I should say, a stone that was thrown at it from like a hundred yards away. Somehow killed it. But yeah. Anyway, so uh, Matt, we're gonna go right to you. What did you think about this uh, installment? This is a, this is what I I could not make heads or tails of the story while I was watching it, and then I completely forgot the whole movie, and and so today I kind of had to refresh myself a little bit because I was like, wait a minute, so you had to watch what this was, twice? I, no, 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 no. I had to look it up so that I could remember <laughs> some parts of it because I couldn't remember anything that I had watched on this movie, and I, and it was a very strange sensation because you know I just watched it a week or so ago maybe, and so I get. I, I start looking it up and I was like, Oh, I thought that was in that movie. And Oh, and that so you're scene watching was in that. It wrong. There were several scenes that I, in my mind I had thought like, Oh, that was a different movie from this because like all that stuff that was going on at that place in the outback with that, with that, uh, family full of family? deformed people, locals, local yeah. <laughs> locals, um, that it's... all, that all, um, Mark, <laughs> something's up with Mark tonight. I don't. I don't it's, I'm not sure. It's just, this fucking movie makes me laugh, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it was almost like the Hills Have Eyes and Halloween Three. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Sort of. And it it was a very and but I you know the exploding penis. But there were just like clips of scenes. It's almost like it, they made three different movies and cut them all together. And and because they just didn't know what to do with the footage. And, and I don't, I couldn't make heads or tails of it, but I mean, it, it wasn't bored with it. I, but as the movie was going on, I realized I don't know what's going on in this movie right now. Like, is it me? Was I not paying attention? Because I could not figure out what the plot was until towards the end. And even then I'm, I'm like, why did it take this long to get there? You know, because there were so many sidetracks. Well, they, they spell it out for you in three mm -hmm. easy steps right at the beginning of the movie. Uh, phase one is hallucinogenic. Phase two is glandular. And the third phase is, ah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. exactly. <sighs> nutty, nutty movie. Yeah. I, I can't say I liked it, but, um, it was, <laughs> it was definitely an experience and, and I recommend it to anybody who's into just something really out there and, uh, unusual. Yeah. It makes a racer head look, you know, like you're watching an episode of friends. 
Yeah, mm. it was uh, d- yeah. cohesive. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Jimmy, what'd you think? I, you know, I, I'm going to be a little weird on this. I because I love exploitation. I, I think uh, I, I like when the Aussies get down and dirty. And I, I, it's ridiculous. It's stupid. It's but I had a good time. I, I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. And I it's like, it's of course, it's making a statement on, you know, how we cut what the crap we ingest on a daily basis and why are we not paying attention and why are we allowing these chemicals into our body type of thing. There's some ideas in there, but it was just groovy, weird, and stupid fun. I, I, I kind of enjoyed it. I, I was like, okay, this is kind of weird. I like the fact it was like, yeah, we don't care. We're showing tits and dicks and we show whatever we don't care it's super bloody super gory exploitation at its finest well maybe not finest but it was i was entertained for what it was that's that's the uh, highest i can say i mean yeah that's high <laughs> praise for this film so yeah Mark, if you can stop giggling for long enough to tell us what you <laughs> I thought i don't think you can <laughs> Okay, look, this this film gave me a 15-minute giggle. Um, so I watched Body Melt uh, right after uh, we finished our last uh, uh, recording of uh podcast. So I watched it that night, and I'm like, holy shit. I had, with the kangaroo and the inbred, uh, I don't know if it was, a, I think it was a female that just came up and went, when she did the noise and I'm trying not to do the bumper or anything, try not to give you guys a bumper, but she went, she did scream like that. And then she throws the rock like 200 yards. And by the way, this kangaroo just turns its head. And just, it, it was the worst fall of a kangaroo. It, I mean, it was like a dummy kangaroo falling. I don't know. It, it tickled my funny bone. Yeah, it was pretty funny. It was funny, and I I I just lost it. Um, yeah, Matt's right. I mean, there's I didn't know what I was watching. <laughs> it was it was three separate parts, and mm-hmm. it was all over the place. Um, I forgot about the main character that lived in the cul-de-sac that was drinking the green vitamin juice. Like you don't see him for a while, and you just completely right. forget about him. And then you see him in the airport and he's having, you know, hallucinations and all that. But you totally forget that, you know, the first thing is hallucinations. And so you just don't know what's going on. And just throughout well, the whole... a long process, Mark. It takes a while. There's a <laughs> lot of hallucinations to go through. Well, and then, anyway. and then the, the, woman that was, who was, the woman that was on the, with the guy on the tanning bed. Yes. Right? They show her mm-hmm. and then they cut to... I think the Outback people or something like that. And then they cut back to her and she has a look like she, something occurred to her mm-hmm. and then they cut away from it. <laughs> like, I don't know what happened there. And I was like, I kept feeling like I was on drugs. Like somebody had slipped mm. me a roofie watching this. You were, I you had were. a note that says I'm 50 minutes into this movie and I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. 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 You know, it's my only favorite, an hour and a half the, long. My favorite line is when the, the, the daughter of the kind of white trash family or whatever comes out and does her thing with that dude. And then come on, daughter, I told you keep it in the family. 
Yeah. 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 It, was, it, okay. it was inbred. And I, I love the uh, the rollerblading scene. I was uh, about to say that. You know, the this kid's rollerblading on a half pipe and he beeps it and he just totally smashes his head completely into like a melon. But you don't like see the, it for forever, though. Like, no, it, no. It happens like, you know, 10 minutes or like seven minutes yeah. later. It's like, what happened to the kid? Oh, it is. Yeah. You know, face is kind of crushed in, and then you never see him again. Yeah, it's in the food. It's a throwaway. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh man, the, the huge props though. Huge props when that the the boss lady or whoever she is is doing her thing, making on the calls with big muscular guy comes in. Ha, 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 oh ha, yeah, this. it was dubbed. Yeah, it was yeah. hilarious. Well, yeah. It was hilarious. It was dubbed. It it was obviously dubbed. Yeah, clearly. That wasn't his voice. But he's like, oh, man. sure? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exploitation. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it it was the first one. And I'm telling you, like, with with the nudity at the beginning, you know, the older woman, beautiful body, by the way. Um, But I was just like, Yeah. Yeah, James. I believe that's the second time you pointed that out, Mark. Yeah, he really liked her. I'm, I'm sorry. She was hot. Um, she did something for me. Um, anyways, <laughs> um, but just with the with the '90s uh, computer, you know, going on, I was going, "Oh my gosh, this is Joe's thing. This is Joe, Joe, oh, Joe, Joe, that. Joe, Joe." It's your the favorite movie graphics Joe. in this film yeah. were wonderful. Yeah, I, I hadn't seen that. things like that since. Uh, war games yeah oh yeah, yeah with the voice and whatnot you know yeah, it's like it synthetic and very nostalgic yeah yeah all i thought was joe 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 it's like joe's gonna love this movie but i it was bothering me because nobody was talking about this film it's like has no one seen body melt yet and it's been it was like a week i'm just like no one's talking about body melt and i had to bring it up and, and man and, i i forgot I it immediately for the longest time yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just so hard to put into words. Yeah. It is. So we, so we all agree it's the best film of, that we've all seen this year. <laughs> of the six, yeah. yeah Absolutely yeah. not. By far, by far. Absolutely not. <laughs> all right. We're going to uh, put that one in a corner for a while, and uh, we're going to skip on down to Reanimator from 1985. Rihanna? Uh, we're talking about Rihanna? Yeah, Rihanna. Oh, yep. I, I'm so excited. Uh, after an odd new medical student arrives on camp as a dedicated local, not like the locals from the last movie, and his girlfriend become involved in a bizarre experiment centering around reanimation of dead tissue. Now, I, I, since this was my pick, I'm the one that gets to say this out loud. The doctor that he worked with, Mark, I can tell Mark already knows. Do you remember his name? The doctor that died at the very beginning of the movie. Oh, oh no, no! I jumped the gun on that. I thought you were talking about the other doctor, and there's a lot of them. But because then later on, when they introduce Doctor Herbert West, they introduce him and say he used to work with this doctor, Gru, the one that died at the Gru Gruber Gru Gruber Gruger. More specific, Hans Gruber. Oh God. As in the villain from Die Hard, Hans Gruber. See how that all ties in? It's like a Christmas movie. It is. Same with (laughs) Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Anyway, Matt, since you're frowning in disapproval, uh, why don't you tell us what you thought of Reanimator? Oh, I love Reanimator. It's an all-time favorite. It's, you know, 
is, is yeah. disapprove of Mark and I. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. You just yeah. disapprove of Mark yeah. and I. Yeah. Yeah. You guys' <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. Die Hard. That's not wrong. <clears throat> but um, yeah, I love I, lo- I love this movie. Um, and I Barbara Crampton is just amazing in it. I think she's fantastic. I always like her. And uh, uh, I what's his name? The main guy. I love him. He's Bruce the, Abbott. The scene, yeah. the, there's individual scenes in this that are just absolutely hysterical. The scene with the cat cracks me up oh, every yeah. time when the guy picks up the t- it's a, i mean it's obviously a stuffed cat he throws it against the wall you know and they're they're trying because it's been reanimated and it's gone crazy on them and when it atta- flies through the air attacking them it's just i love that scene and then uh of course the scene where they have her uh barbara crampton naked on the table and they put that head in between her the guy's head in between or he <laughs> actually his body's holding his own head Mm-hmm. And he puts the head in between her legs. It's just absolutely hilarious. <laughs> and then, of course, the the naked, uh, muscle bound zombie guy that they have to fight off. It's it's there's just some classic classic scenes in this. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, this is this is this was a pleasure to watch again. I I I think I had watched it a couple years ago, um, for Shocktober or something like that, maybe. But uh, yeah, I always I always like watching this. Yeah. No. Mark, what'd you think? First time watching it, guys. Wow. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A virgin again. Um, I'm kind of jealous of this one. I'm kind of. I wish I would. I'd, I'd love to watch this the first time again. That wow. I had never seen it either. Oh, well, oh nice, Joe. Wow. Yeah. Now, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um. So, um. What What other films has Barbara Crampton been in that maybe oh. I've seen? Tons, dude. If you're she's a been in a ton. She's, she's a legend. Yeah, from beyond, shopping, chopping mall. Um, oh, from beyond. The, what, was the, yeah. what was the vampire one that came out a couple years ago where she? Um, oh, yeah. She the, a, I'm gonna look at. We are still it, here. No, 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 no we are no, no, not. No. We are it's still a, here. But although that's a good one too. But um, uh, Jacob's wife. Jacob's wife. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. That one. I she's really love that movie. Yeah, she's I think I've seen that. Yeah. Oh, that, oh, that was recent, was right? Jacob's wife. Yeah, just um, a couple mm-hmm. years ago. She was in Your Next a few years back, which is an excellent mm-hmm. film. Oh, she that's right. Okay. Yeah, she's a lovely, lovely person too. Like, just an amazing woman. Really, really lovely. She was her. in Lords of Salem. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's done a lot. <laughs> Wait, what was in uh, Lords of Salem? She was one of the the witches, correct? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah, she's great in it. Um, yeah, this film was so much fun to watch and I didn't know it was a comedy. Uh, yeah, I I just went in like not knowing anything about this and I was laughing, you know, just with the the silly gore um uh Combs is the actor, I believe, who plays yeah. Jeffrey yeah, Combs. Jeffrey Combs, he's fantastic, especially with mm-hmm. the cat scene at uh, in the basement, and he's going, "Get it off me!" And it, d- the camera like zoomed in, and he's got this wide-eyed look. Um, yeah, great, great. And but I love the whole fact of um, the the scientist, the doctor getting beheaded, and then you have the corpse. And he's holding the head and whatnot, mm-hmm. just walking around. So unexpected, so much fun. Yeah, this is mm-hmm. a great film. And there's, I believe, there's two sequels to this. There's the yeah. Bride of the Reanimator and uh, Beyond Reanimator. 
Yeah, I haven't something. seen the sequels actually. They're not bad. They're not terrible. They're not yeah, terrible. Yeah, I I hear Bride, I hear they're pretty good. Bride is actually probably the one I prefer, but yeah, they're 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 good. They're good sequels. They're, they're not as good as the original, but yeah, they're they're solid. They're decent. Yeah, um, I, I wasn't expecting naked bodies uh, left and right all over the place. <laughs> you know, corpses coming out. I I actually I it was a little jump scare when all the corpses came up at the end of the film. Wasn't mm-hmm. expecting that because it was just so corny. And then when it happened, I was just like, it's kind of like an Indiana Jones like <laughs> moment at the, where they just all came up. I don't know. It it it, it was a it was a fun movie. It was so fun to watch. Yeah. Jimmy, oh. I love this. I mean, this is a this is a, a movie that Jimmy. <laughs> oh, do you Jimmy? hear me? Jimmy, are you there? You hear me? Jimmy, are you there? Yeah, there I'm here. Go. Oh, that's weird. I, okay, I go ahead, Jimmy. No change. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I absolutely. This is a movie I grew up on. I mean, this is a movie that I'd stay home from school and watch at home and be like, "Oh my god, this is so cool! I love everything about this movie. I think it's brilliant. I think it's funny. I think it's spooky." It's uh, a lot of nakedness, like uh, this guy said. Um, yeah, it's just, and I, I just, the, the cast is marvelous. Uh, you know, Jeffrey Combs, Barbara Crampton, Bruce Abbott, he's, he's great in this. I mean, it's a really just, there's a reason this, this, I think this is Stuart Gordon's maybe his best film, maybe, at least in the top three. Okay, great. <laughs> I I would like to say just for as somebody who has not seen this movie before, um, I think this has just like the right amount of campiness to it. Yeah, it was it was a fun ride that just doesn't take itself too seriously, but plenty of splashing gore all over the place. I I loved it. Honestly, I do think I am gonna try to check out at least one of the um, sequels. So, yeah, I had the same feeling on that, too. I would I started looking. It's like what I can see, like if for free or not. But I think I'll rent it anyways, because I want to see how yeah. this story progresses, because I believe uh, in the sequel, he's in prison. Um, the Combs mm-hmm. character, he's in prison or something like that. So he survives it. Why? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wonder why. But yeah, it was fun. I would love to have one of those um, that green glowing um uh, syringes like in my bathroom or something for a nightlight. <laughs> That's what I was I ha- thinking. I have a pen like that. A do you? Pen. Yeah, I do. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Uh, number five on our list, we're going to go with uh, another written and directed by Kevin Smith. Uh, we watched Tusk from 2014. Uh, movies about a brash and arrogant podcaster who gets more than he bargained for when he travels to Canada to interview a mysterious recluse who has a rather disturbing fondness for walruses. Um, I will get into the backstory in this after I hear uh, your guys' opinion. So, Mark, why don't you go first? Um, I think this is Kevin Smith's probably most focused film um, that he's done. Besides uh, two large scenes that he did with uh, Jotty Depp. Um, but I think it's very focused. It's very calm. He, I think he stays away from like the Kevin Smith tropes a lot. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great film. I, I think it's, it's heartbreaking at the end. 
uh, it's heartbreaking throughout the whole film. You know, just you kind of like the guy, but I mean, hell, I mean, this is like a podcaster's worst nightmare. And I started thinking, like, what each one of us would have done if we were in that situation and how we would have, like, dealt with uh, the situation of him being transformed into a fucking walrus. <laughs> I mean, maybe the same. I don't know. But I, I just thought of us uh, being, you know, in that situation because of the podcasters. I thought it was neat, you know. Um, it was like the early days of uh, podcasting when this uh, film came out. And now here we are. Uh, yeah, but I, I mean, I love this film. I hate the Johnny Depp uh, scenes. Hate it. Mm. I think it's very, very distracting. Didn't need to be in there, especially uh, the scene where Johnny Depp is telling the story of meeting uh, um, basically uh, Michael Parks. I, it, that scene did not need to be in there. I think Kevin Smith had Johnny Depp for maybe a, an extra day. This is like my speculation, but he had him for an extra day and like that the night before he wrote a scene just to have him in another scene. There was no reason for him to be in that film. Um, I know his daughter was in the film and he says, yeah, I'll be in the film if you put my daughter in it. But um, yeah, other than the Johnny Depp, um, honestly, I think this film is really, really great, really heartbreaking. Um, Just thinking of being in a walrus suit with skin and being fed fish and um, it was a creepy uh, uh, pool scene, you know, when he's in there and sees other like, human dead walrus walruses in it it was it's it's really morbid film Mm -hmm. matt what did you think had you seen this before no this was a first for me Um, oh interesting oh really yeah yeah i hadn't seen this one before uh i agree it's definitely it's a more focused uh kevin smith film and uh, I didn't love it. I, it. It's just a little. Um, I don't know what it is. I, I felt a little disjointed. I, I definitely was thrown by the Johnny Depp, and I didn't realize that was Johnny Depp until um, until I, I started looking up. I was looking up the movie, like because that character. I was like, who is this? This character. It's it's such a buffoon, huh? Yeah, is the word you were buffoon. Yeah, and it just didn't fit. And it was sort of like I thought, what is the point of this character? It just seemed so out of place, and and it didn't like I thought. I felt like it was trying to be funny, and it just wasn't. It was like everything was falling flat. And then I look it up, and I'm like, oh my god, that's Johnny Depp. And then I couldn't like get my head around that, you know. Um, But I really like the the crazy guy what's his his name michael the, parks yeah michael parks yeah. and of course justin long or justin um is it long yeah justin yeah, long. yeah. Justin, long, justin long is just terrific in everything he's, i think he's, he's awesome he's one of in I've, I've i kind of believe especially after barbarian now i feel like he's an underutilized underrated actor and he seems mm. to be able to play I mean, he plays that part very well obviously you know uh and i i liked him in those uh mac I'm a Mac. I'm a PC commercials back in oh, the two thousands and I'm a PC, um, yeah. but, but he, he's just, he's got a great comedic timing. I, I liked it. Didn't love it. Um, it, it, it just kind of fell flat a little bit for me. Um, but I, I, I definitely, you know, I got the horror of it and I, I, I just had mixed feelings about it. It wasn't one of my favorites. Fair enough. 
Jim, what would you think? I guess it's my turn. I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of this movie, and I I, I got to give obviously Michael Parks. Um, Kevin Smith had a really really wonderful time working with him, and it's it's very clear that he's, gosh, he's so great in this movie. I said gosh. Um, I kind of want to give a prop so to um, Genesis Rodriguez, who is phenomenal in this movie. It is a really good performance. Like that's mm-hmm. that that I, I just I, I love this woman. She's a lovely human being in general, but this is a really good performance from her. And I I, I, I liked it a lot. I think it was very inventive and I, I can't wait for uh, Joe to tell the story of how it came about because it's pretty funny. So I'm just gonna let you do that, Joe. Tell us. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna summarize this, but I I used to listen to Kevin Smith podcast when all of this stuff was going on. So he somehow uh, stumbled upon this ad that was posted in what's called the Gumtree, which is a British site that's similar to like our Craigslist, and it was a homeowner who advertised free lodging at his house, but in exchange for it, he was just flat out up front asking, you know, in exchange, you will need to dress up in this walrus suit for an hour or two every day. And he, he even gave a bit of the backstory in the advertisement, um, about how he was, you know, a sailor and established some sort of, uh, relationship. He was trapped on an iceberg or something and made friends with this actual walrus. And that was the ad. And Kevin Smith saw this and him and Scott Mosier on their podcast were reeling back and forth about, wow, this would actually make a tremendous movie. Maybe we should do it. And so they decided to go to Twitter about it. And they basically asked all their fans, uh, if you think we should make this into an actual movie, just post something on Twitter that says hashtag walrus. Yes. Or hashtag walrus. No. And so they opened up a poll for it and let people vote. And it was just like, through the roof everybody wanted this film created so they did they started making it and then it was like i don't know close to being wrapped up in filming and the guy that wrote the ad somehow got in contact with kevin smith and told him the whole honest to god's truth story he's like a comedy writer and he wrote this whole thing as a joke and kevin thought this was 100 percent real and legitimate and he's like, no, I do this type of stuff all the time. It's just, it's a time passing thing for me. I just write little jokey ads and I send them off into like our gum tree or Craigslist. And he thought that was so funny that he ended up flying this guy over um, to be uh, an executive producer and to be like at the premiere of the filming and, or the, uh, the movie release and everything. So the whole thing was predicated on a prank. So if this guy hadn't, you know, come up with this goofy concept for this ad, this movie would have never been made. So that's yeah. the the long and short of it. Um, that sounds like now, a perfect like Kevin Smith like idea, like just how he makes films. Though just yeah, just insane yeah. like ideas like come randomly, and I mean that's yeah. wow. I had I no love, idea. I guess I, I love, love that. Kevin. I love Kevin. I think he's. I, I Such too, a I'm a huge fan. I've yeah, seen everything he's done. Um, if you guys liked uh, Michael Parks in this, I would highly recommend seeing Red State. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, John Goodman's in it. If you haven't seen it, it's tremendous film. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I have a note in here that I think Michael Parks is so unbelievably eerie and awesome uh, in this film. He, I think he's more menacing than like Buffalo Bill. The way he he's tells his stories. Yeah. yeah um, he's captivating. And especially when he starts to break and crack and he starts singing the itsy bitsy spider. Oh mm. my God. I would shit my pants if I was in Justin Long's position. Yeah. Um, he probably just, did. Yeah. <laughs> um, that that being said, I agree with you, Mark, a hundred percent. The minute Johnny Depp gets on screen, it's a totally different movie. It's now like a Kevin Smith, Jay and Silent Bob film, right? And I lose it entirely. It's just I completely, completely. Mm-hmm. But up until then, I'm just on pins and needles. Yeah, for it. sure. Um, also, with Michael Parks, I, I just want to say, uh, from dusk till dawn. Uh, Michael Parks is the sheriff at the very beginning of that awesome yeah. open sequence. And his voice is so gravelly and so amazing. Like he's my favorite character in Dust Till Dawn. Um, he's he's phenomenal in it. And I, I feel for me personally, that character takes the whole entire movie for me for like my favorite, you know, character in that film. He's wonderful in it. Absolutely wonderful. But yeah, Michael Parks is he's passed away, hasn't he? Yes. Yeah, he passed uh, away. I believe yes. yeah. 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 Dang yeah. it. Very Love sad. Love to see him Very... more in those films. When we did uh Sound Scary, we had Kevin on and he talked a lot about Michael Parks. That was a very sweet you could tell he really had a lot of affection for him and there was a very, very respect respectful relationship between the two and it just made me love those both of them more just really really even genesis we had her on as well and she was praised michael just praised michael everyone was like wow wow yeah he seems like a really nice guy and i've never met the guy but i mean he just seems like a really genuine guy that just acts and just great character actor Mm -hmm. agreed all right. Anybody else have anything else to say about Tusk before we move on? Nope. 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 Okie doke. Well, since this is our Christmas episode, um, I, I'd like to give a brief synopsis of the, the meaning of this last film. And uh, it's about togetherness mm. and about the one man that brings us all together <laughs> at this holiday season <laughs> and how close some people can get around the holidays. And this of is, course we're talking about the human centipede. This is morbid. <laughs> a, uh, a mad scientist kidnaps like and mutilates mm-hmm. a trio of tourists in, uh, in order to reassemble them into a human centipede created by stitching their mouse to each other's rectums. You're doing this to Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> so this was my Christmas gift to you guys. So what did you think? <laughs> Wait. All right, I'll cut the music. Look, 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 I don't care what anybody else's opinion is. I want to know Matt's opinion because Matt's <laughs> never seen this. And God love Matt. I love Matt so much. His his horror knowledge is amazing. And the fact that he's never seen human centipede and I don't know his reaction. And he hasn't said anything on the text group about human centipede. I'm on pins and needles pins and needles because i pray to god he's gonna come up with his this review as what i agree with 
this film. Okay, so Jimmy, what did you think? God damn it! <laughs> damn was, it! Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think I want. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> you know what? I, I have to. I think I have to agree with Mark. I, I think I want to hear what Matt has to say first. Yeah, yeah. I want Matt. I All want right, Matt. fine. I'm. The, you know, give Good. the people what they want. Matt, what, what did you want. have to think about this one? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a gross, gross out movie, you know? Um, I, I think it's kind of dumb. Uh, and you know, it's just a gross out movie. That's all. I I didn't, didn't really care for it. A gross out movie. That's not even gross. Like, yeah, Yeah. Yeah, it's all gross. There was that, I mean, it's very theater of the mind. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, it's, that's true. I, I didn't, I, if your mind is very simple and you don't, I don't know. I, I'm not a fan. I was not a little a disappointed. I, I've heard so much like people talk, oh, this is, a, you know, and I really didn't, uh, you know, I thought there was, I did think there was some, you know, the, the concept of him pooping into her mouth and then her and everything. But, but there was just not much more to it than that. And I was hoping when the cops showed up that there'd be a little bit more of a, um, plot twist or, or something that would more happen, um, with that. Um, but I, I just, it, it didn't, it didn't do anything other than just be a gross movie that wasn't as gross as it probably should have been. I have a feeling, and I don't know if the second one, I keep hearing from people that the second one, Oh, the second one is really the gross one. The second one is very meta. It's disgusting. It's not a good film. So is the third. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was okay. Um, I didn't, I, I was hoping for more than I, I was really hoping to like be shocked and I wasn't. And then, and then there wasn't really much else about the movie that I, I thought was all that great. So I, I'm I sorry that like I couldn't give you a better review, Mark, or, or uh, something that was a little more, uh, I just didn't have a, I didn't have a strong, fa- I can't say that I didn't like it. I didn't have a strong feeling about it one way or the other. I just kind of, mm. that was a movie I watched kind of thing i i would like to state for the record that i would love to see this movie redone or i would have loved to have seen it recast originally with christopher walken as the doctor that oh. yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 well i, guess, I don't think uh, it needs to be redone i know did uh so you're saying it's a perfect movie i yeah, yeah, i, no I just think i just think it doesn't need to be redone like jaws <laughs> Jaws and Human Centipede in the same breath. All right, Jimmy, what do you think? Um, <laughs> I think it, I loved all the pop culture references it created. That's what I liked about this movie. I think it's a terrible film. I think it's pretty, it's uh, boring, incredibly boring. I mean, it's an interesting film. I didn't find it boring. I, oh, I mean, I, I was bored to death. It's not boring. I yeah. was bored to death. How? I, How? Because it's stupid. It's a waste of time. There's no How is it stupid? No, 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 no. You're going to have to explain this. Like, how is this stupid? I mean, there's horror movies all out there. They're putting their asses on people's plays, and they're not even using that concept. At least the sequels went farther. At least the sequels had some gore to them and effect, like, you know, a guy whacking off with a a, a chainmail on his dick. Uh, this I, movie's boring. Spoilers! Boring. I haven't seen yeah, these yeah, movies. Yeah, we haven't seen. Jimmy. <laughs> we haven't seen these sequels. They've literally talked about that in pop culture for years. It's well, it's not I a good movie. It. It's just not I, a good movie. I didn't. 
Mark, is it okay if I say to me, I was fucking bored? I was bored. No, it's it's, it's fine. I just wanted you to, to explain it, and I, you kind of, and, and you and you kind of didn't. <laughs> so I'm just I saying. It, it obviously did. though was a movie that okay, Mark, society I, needed to make. Mark, I didn't care about the characters. I thought the doctor was stupid. I thought, I didn't give a fuck what happened to any in the anyone in the movie. I just didn't care. I'm like, this is shock for shock value, but no shock. There's no this, shock there. There's nothing. It was predictable. It was obvious. It was like it was like it just it was. I don't know. I just didn't work for me at all. What, at what all. was I mean, obvious? Would, what was obvious about it? I mean, you absolutely knew, like watching the film, a, like what human centipede is about. Yes, exactly. You knew exactly what it was about. You knew exactly where it was going. There was no surprises. It was just some goofy doctor doing some weird experiment, and you don't even should get to see tons, anything. It's I will, tons of surprises in this film. To you, no, not I, to me. No. Not to me. I, I would like to point out one thing. I will agree with now. All right, I'm splitting the two of you. Um, I did like the movie because I think it's funny more than anything. And I can't believe they actually turned it into a movie. But I will agree with Jimmy on this 100%. I don't care a damn thing about either of the girls. They seemed, uh, there's like no character development. I don't get introduced to them very much. I I don't have an emotional attachment to either one of them. Or the the guy even less. Right, yeah. because he just, oh, he gets brought into the thing, so and he's unconscious, and he's thrown over the doctor's shoulder, and you don't really even get to talk to him or, or listen to him do anything until after he's like post-op. This is a movie you know? where a bunch of people are like, "What? What can we do?" Or well, one person, Tom's like, "What can we do to shock people?" Ooh, yeah, let people will put their mouths on their someone's asshole. Funny, oh, let's make a movie about that. No. No, that's not. That's silly. no. I, that was the good part of it. I, I feel know, like that's this the is good part. I didn't like that part. So. <laughs> this is a movie I think that fourteen-year-old girls uh, watch when they're on a slumber party because they're trying to shock each other. You know, Ooh, like it's yes. just, it's just maybe. It's just and Mark. It only exists to try to be shocking, and in and yep. in that way, it's not yeah. at all. You know, and that's that's boring to me. That's not interesting I, to me. I think that this movie needed to be made as a public service announcement to get across two concepts. Number one, if you're at somebody's house, never accept anything to eat or drink. And number two, no shit. learn how to change a goddamn tire on your own. <laughs> <laughs> or True. if you go into a house and a guy looks like a stereotypical maniacal Nazi, you might want to leave immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. agree. Don't go in. <laughs> Look, some so his neighbors probably have a phone too. Yeah. Look, Look, I agree with that. I, it, I agree with, you know, some of the tropes. Learn how to change a tire. But you know what? There's a lot of people out there that do not know how to change a tire. And they make they wrong decisions. Play. They can culture play. Well, while we're talking about the movie and, like, what these characters went through, obviously these girls didn't know how to change a tire. So they were stranded. Yeah. when they, they have AAA in Germany? Oh, maybe. Yeah, they have something, like, I'm sure. I don't know. Look it up. But here we go. No, but when they go, but when they go into, you know, to the house and all that, yeah, he's a little menacing, but they're freezing. It's raining and whatnot. So they go in, get you a glass of water. Look, I'm sorry, but you're, you're tired. You're thirsty. What are the chances of actually somebody, some crazy guy that's going to like stitch your ass to an asshole 
you know, you're not thinking about that. So, yeah, you're going to take a sip of water. Yeah, you're going to get drugged. Here's here's my thing on this. Yeah, I was engaged with the two girls. They were best friends. And throughout the whole entire movie, I mean, you see them, their hands like clasping on. You know, it, it doesn't have to be through words going, hey, I love you and all that. They're grasping hands. This is like a horrible thing. And, and they don't care about each other. Yeah, she went back downstairs into the basement and started dragging her up the stairs when she could have just bolted out that broken window. She could, But she went back for her friend. So, yeah, they care about each other. Um, and Glad somebody did. <laughs> you asshole. Um, the Japanese guy, uh, number one centipede, um, I really loved his character. Um, when he's chained at the beginning, when you first introduce, he's like, I'm Japanese, I'm strong, you can't do this. He's screaming. It's it was I I I was already drawn into him with his character and just how his personality was. And then throughout the whole thing, he cared about the two girls behind stuck to his ass. I know that sounds weird to say, but he cared about them and Matt's falling asleep. <laughs> He's falling asleep. I Just, mean, listen, listen to me. Listen. When they're going up the stairs, he's like, H, Och, whatever, you know, Japanese, one, two, three, you know, going up the stairs. I did have a problem with when he stabbed the doctor in the leg. It's like, why don't you just keep stabbing? Why don't you just keep stabbing? That was like my only problem with this film. It's like, kill him. That's You're the right only there. problem you had. That's the, it's the only. It's, it's the only problem. So it's, it's the only problem. Percent perfect film. It's not a ninety-nine. But no, it, it was like my huge, like big problem with the film. It's like, why not just kill them? Look, I don't know what I'm saying as a person, like. Why I love this film so much? Can you use that as the bumper I, mark here, Joe? <laughs> I don't know what yeah, I'm saying. No, see what I can do. No, look, I look. It's it's weird that I enjoy this film so much. No, I don't it's know. It's fine. No, yes, it is. It's, it's okay. it is it is a it is yes. It's a good film. It's an enjoyable film. It's not a Christmas movie. But gosh darn it, I love it. And I love all of you. And I guess we're ending the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your outro music? Oh, yeah. goodness. That, this is a better I think we It's spent, a great film. It's a great film. And I don't care what you guys say. We spent more time talking about The Human Centipede than I think Good. Tom Six ever did. No, I, I, I think Human Centipede's great. I really do. Yeah, we got that. We got that yeah. over the last 10 minutes. Glad you're a fan. <laughs> Glad you're a fan. So, Joe. All right. So that brings us uh, to the the ass end of uh, body <laughs> well, uh, well, so fed. we're all we're all back out the poop shoot. We're all done. Excellent. <laughs> well, thank you, Joe. Those were uh, some good movies, and and uh, uh, and 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 well, five of them were it, some interesting movies. Oh, no, anyway. knock it off. <laughs> They're knock it off. Five good movies in one. He didn't like he didn't like body melt, Mark. Just relax. Yeah, yeah you didn't like body melt. That's fair for you. <laughs> I like body melt, actually. Oh. Okay. I, I didn't understand. I, didn't, I understood I, I, I didn't eraser like... head more than I understood body melt. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, no, yeah, totally. 
I had a problem with Crime to the no Future. Sense. Crime to All the right. Future was a hard one for me. Um, All right, Matt, why don't you take us home? All yeah. right, well, uh, next time, for the holidays. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I suggest you all watch as many of 2020s or 2020 2020 2022's <laughs> films as you possibly can because there's are a lot of good ones every it, let me take you back there was the black phone there was watcher there was mad god joe's i i i we're taking bets on whether that's going to be joe's number one i, I yeah. think there's a good strong odds? possibility what are the odds, what are the yeah. odds? but it but, number uh, one or number in top three I, yeah I, I, uh there yeah, was what, dead what's the over dead, and under there was Deadstream, there's Sissy, there's Vicious Fun. God, Vicious Fun seems like it was 10 years ago. And of mm. course, there was the third Halloween movie. There's Christmas, Bloody Christmas. Don't forget Prey. Don't forget X. Don't forget Pearl. Don't forget Piggy. Fresh, Bones and All, Terrifier 2, Salome, oh which I think most of you guys have not seen yet, is a great movie. You definitely should check it out. I'm telling you, don't miss that one. Uh, there's uh, Resurrection. Don't sleep on that one, too. It might be in one of your top tens. I definitely suggest watching it. So uh, this week, you don't have homework in terms of a theme, but you do have homework in terms of catching up on some films that you haven't seen yet. And because this, I believe, is one of the best total years of horror we've had in a uh, that i can think of and so there's a lot to watch a lot of movies to check out and many of them are on shutter uh amc plus um peacock to be there they're they're on a lot of you don't have to there aren't most of these you don't have to stream or you don't have to Mm -hmm. rent joe actually i would say let's put this to our listeners uh if you come up with your own top 10 list send it to us because yeah. we'd be very interested to uh right idea tell everybody yeah. uh what your top 10 list would be for 2022 yeah i would yeah. love to see that that would be fantastic see how many other people have mad god as number one <laughs> <laughs> and gonna be also anyone. uh people uh we're all for the four of us our homework i think we should each pick a couple movies uh that were picks this past year that were discoveries that we really enjoyed based on picks that we had for themes or whatever. Uh, and I, I know, you know, each of us had some, some, well, three of us at least had picks that were, uh, really stellar throughout the year. And, um, life-changing <laughs> life-changing yeah actually. there were some there actually there were i was i was trying to do a dig on you mark but it fell flat so here let me let me do the wah wah on myself wah, wah, wah. yeah there we go um but yeah there i was, was actually other... talking about your pick man i know so i know that's asshole. why i gave myself the wah wah <laughs> mark but yeah um there there were some some picks i think this year that we all had that we discovered films that uh uh, we're a lot of fun. So yeah. anyway, yeah, we'll, of, we'll talk about that. And then Snoop Dogg. What's that? Yeah. Snoop Dogg. Hood of Horrors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's gonna be uh, awesome. This shirt. Yeah. Oh, I this think shirt. you should Thank have you, to Jim. wear that once a week, at least once no. a week. You need to wear that. Yeah. I'm wearing it in public. Are you kidding me? Please, please do. I hope you do. And I, of course, if we ha- don't hear from you between now and then, have a wonderful Christmas and a wonderful New Year, uh, and enjoy. Go to www. If you get if you get a gift card or you get some money for Christmas, go to www.cinescarehorror.com and look at some of our merchandise. Also, go to Amazon and pick up the Last House. 
So I guess that's it for this week. We will see you in two weeks. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Christmas time. (laughs) God bless us, everyone. God. I jumped the gun on that. I was so hard on that. You asshole. I don't know what I'm saying as a person, but gosh darn it, I love it. And I love all of you. I don't know. Look it up.